Uh, Sam, how are you, first of all? A, a pleasure to meet you. Pretty good, Tony. How are you doing today? Uh, I am doing great. I, I'm honored, and it's a privilege just to be in the same universe with you. Um, Where are you, Tony? I, I'm in Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Close to, close to Sundance, huh? Uh, yeah, not this year uh, as much. I know, I know. It's virtual. <laughs> but you're no, uh, you're no stranger to being in Park City. Oh, no. Been there many times. Uh, what drives you to do documentaries? Uh, that is the, the body of your work. What, what about documentary work uh, keeps you interested? The idea that when you dig into a documentary, you can find, un, un, uh, un, you can unearth new truths about people and situations and histories. And it's amazing that, you know, when I got into the film business, I thought I wanted to just be a feature film editor on narrative films. But when I was introduced to the documentary world, it was like a Pandora's box opened up, Tony. And it was like, all of a sudden, all of these magical things came out of this box. And I had the ability to shape a narrative and a story with these like real life people in real life situations that could be different, you know, and unexpected and engaging. And I, and from the point, from the age of 23, Tony, up until this tender age that I am at now, I fell in love deeply with the documentary. And, and you are quite a storyteller uh, as well. I, I'm always interested in what Sam Pollard is doing and, and MLK FBI, um, you know, you talk about panning for gold in, you know, in the truth. Uh, we find out what I'm going to what a son of a bitch J. Edgar Hoover was. Yeah, but, you know, it's amazing, though, when, as you remember in the film, when they took a poll in the mid 60s, J. Edgar Hoover was more popular than Dr. King. You know, he, Dr. King to many people was a threat. Yeah. And so J. Edgar Hoover, he was leading the charge. You know, he was leading the charge, basically saying we have to discredit. We have to destroy this man's reputation because he is changing what America, the way I see America, which was frightening to many people, not to, not just J. Edgar Hoover. So, you know, it's, you know, I grew up in that period and I saw at that time J. Edgar Hoover as a hero. Yeah. You know, I had grown up watching these movies, G-Men with Jimmy Cagney, you know, Big Jim McLean with John Wayne, you know, the FBI story with Jimmy Stewart. The FBI were heroic. They were going yeah. to you know, vanquish John Dillinger. They're going to vanquish communism. Man, if I had known how deeply and flawed they were. Oof. Well, we're still doing it today. We've got this kind of weird, um, I don't know, it, 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 it's almost a propaganda when it comes to government agencies. Uh, and Hollywood still falls into it. Absolutely. Absolutely, because, you know, there's, but you know, the weird thing is, Tony, is that when, when it's in some ways, when Trump came into office and he denigrated the FBI so much, I started to think, you know, maybe the FBI isn't so bad because as Trump is trying to destroy him, maybe they aren't so bad. But I know realistically that many of the things that the FBI was doing in the 60s with COINTELPRO and having informants, yeah. they're still doing today. And they're feeding um, this this other line financially. I mean, it's it's just been this kind of absurd abuse of power, you know, from the early, from the fifties and 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 even the forties till till now. It still goes on. 
Oh yeah, it, it continues. I mean, you know, they're they're our national police force, and they they will go to any lengths and make sure they keep the, they keep us, you know, in, under control. I mean, it's a uh, we live in the scary times, man. It's it's not getting any less frightening. No. Um, Tell me a little bit of what you've discovered uh, in in the process of making MLK FBI. You know, the the thing that that I think was a real eye-opener to me was realizing the lengths the FBI would go to to destroy Kim. I mean, it wasn't bad enough that they were trying to connect him to the Communist Party. Mm. It was the fact that they would take his real personal life and use that as father to, to try to destroy him. I mean, that's pretty low to me. Yeah. You know, so when Comey says this was the darkest period in the FBI, on one hand, I think he was right on one level, but you know and I know that things always will come up that will probably say to us there's other darker periods in the legacy in the history of the FBI. Now, in those moments where the FBI sent, you know, the the tapes to Coretta and 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 Martin, and Coretta, I mean, that's just so low. Yeah. to do to a man. That's absolutely horrific. I mean, basically, to suggest to Dr. King that maybe he should kill himself, to send a tape, an audio tape to his wife, you know, supposedly had him having an affair with a woman. This is, this is pretty low. You're absolutely right. You know, and to balance that out, keep in mind that all, at the same time, Kennedy was having affairs, you know, in the White House. <laughs> They've been over backwards to hide that. Yeah, we well, you know, we had a different press back then. You're doing a, a new movie called Counting the Ballots. How is that coming? That one is a mistake on my IMDb page. <laughs> I'm going to get somebody to take that off the page today. Daniel, Maybe it's you prophetic. Know? Maybe you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did do a film. I did edit a film about gerrymandering a few years ago, you know, which is a very unusual film and gave me some real insight in how the states are gerrymandered. You know, and how people are disenfranchised. Mm. And in looking back at some of the films and television series, I mean, I I I loved Rod Serling, and he used a lot of um, of of actors of color and Latinos and 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 blacks. And uh, you know, there was this evolution, and it came from there. It came from film and television. That's right. It did. I mean, you know, that's when I first. Recognize Sidney Poitier and Dorothy Dandridge and Harry Belafonte and Ossie Davis and Ruby D. You know, it all came out of TV. Diane Carroll. Yeah. Della Reese. Um, Della De Reese. Oh, yeah, man. With music and television and film, that's our first, uh, that, that's how society learns, I think. Well, let's hope so, man. Let's hope so. Let's hope there's still some learning. Well, there's obviously lots of learning still to do in America. Where, where, do, where do we find MLK FBI? And many platforms on IFC. So you'll be able to find it and tell all your friends they should watch it. And and is there a documentary that you have done prior to this one that you're extremely proud of and people should see? Sammy Davis Jr., I've got to be me. Oh. I, I'm very proud of that film. You know, that one is a that one was a real, you know, pleasure to do. Again, it was a film that I you know, with the subject I grew up with. So, you know, it's interesting. All these films I'm doing lately really are touching back on my my youth. And and we'll catch MLK FBI. Sam, what a great pleasure to talk to you. Wonderful talking to you too, Tony. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.